Let thy soul be awakened. Hello and welcome everybody. Um, this is one of the few times I'm having like special guests on. So I'd like everybody to uh, give a warm welcome to Dr. Abby Kramer and Dr. Nicole. You threw me off, but Nicole Hoffman. Yes. Perfect. <laughs> well, I have you. I've done your I've done your charts, and then I'm like going through because I was like, okay, I know we're Scorpios, but I wonder what the birthday was. And then you threw me off, and then I was like, wait, what's the old name? So and then I thought you'd been married forever. I mean, it feels like forever. <laughs> We've had so many lifetimes together that it just feels like a long time. So it's probably fine. I know the feeling. You know us. With, uh, well, you know, what's funny is we have an astrologer friend years ago when I started dating Gina and she, she was like, oh yeah, I'll compare, like, look at the charts together. And, uh, her main takeaway was that Gina in another lifetime stole money from me and uh, now is like uh, making up for it. So, uh, that's uh, like the joke hilarious. between us. So, yeah, right. <laughs> I love that. Um, I say, I think she's, I think she's paid it off by now. I'm not sure. We're figuring it out with the, uh, You're getting there. We're on the Akashic records, what the, uh, with the debt actually was. Yeah. Uh, slow calculation. Now she's like, I have your kid and I'm your wife. I'm going to take it all. Right. It's, probably, <laughs> um, it's these old patterns you got to break. Okay. There's yeah. like a lot of things to get into. Um, and I want to ask you questions and, I also thought, since I have a chiropractor and a, a doctor, a naturopath, um, I could just get some free. I really am having you on to get some free medical evaluations. <laughs> Perfect. So as long you, as you have like a disclaimer at the end, you know yes. that this none great. of this is medical advice. Hefty disclaimer. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Yes. And Perfect. then I think it would be best to say if anyone's having a medical emergency, they should, probably should call nine one one. <laughs> not listen to my podcast for that. <laughs> so Absolutely. that would be safe assessment. Um, Perfect. So yeah, this is actually the first thing that I'm recording. First episode I'm recording since Gina, since we have a kid. I'm a dad. It's your first now. podcast mm -hmm. as a dad. Yep. Yay. Um, And everybody, all I got to say is like, there was a lot of hype around, um, like all of a sudden, like the, I was waiting, I was just waiting for this child to just sort of be birthed out of the womb. And it was like this choir of angels that are like, you're a father. <laughs> and my whole life would feel completely different. And then I was sort of like, I, I feel very much the same. <laughs> and so I think it's like a very slow moving process because yeah. the kid gets like cuter and I'm more into him daily. Yeah. Um, so it's, it wasn't like an instantaneous, I'm sure every parent has a different experience, but it's been pretty cool. Everything went quite well, very smooth. Uh, we did a so home good. birth. We have an amazing midwife that we found here in Vermont. I think really the kid, oh, we named him Isaiah St. Ra Donovan. I still call him baby. Beautiful. Donovan. And um, I was so used to hearing you say the dawn of the age of Aquarius. 
Uh, that we've actually gotten mail. Somebody sent. I've gotten a few like little <laughs> gifts and onesies from him. Yeah. Oh, guys. Also, thank you. Those remedies that you sent. Yes. Uh, the, oh, the midwife super on board, but I was familiar with some of them just from my old vitamin yeah. days. So, yes. uh, she loves she loves all the homeopathy and subtle energy work. But I've gotten some packages addressed to this is the dawning of the age of Aquarius Donovan. Yes. Um, so <laughs> I thought that Love was it. pretty, pretty cute. That was nice. Yeah. I still call him baby D. Um, so yeah. And then he's so like your kid. So you're making up all sorts of names from like rah, rah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Like nicknames. Yeah. It seems like endless, but he's been super chill. <laughs> I mean, I'm relieved the birth. Like everything went really well. And so we both thought, I was like, this is, uh, this is taking forever. And it seemed like it was, it just was never going to end. And so I started going through every scenario. I was like, oh no, like we did all this home birth. We had candles and playing mantras. I had a gong. I'm like playing gong. And then I was like, it's never, I was like, it's never happening. And then we had a crazy snowstorm happening. I was like, we're going to have to load everybody up. We're going to have to drive to the hospital, which will probably take like 45 minutes or right. maybe longer in this weather. And then we're going to have to do an emergency C-section. So because I just Oof. I thought I thought we were like 10, 20 hours in and then it was all said and done. The midwife was like, well, really, you could say that was just over a six hour labor, but <laughs> it was like eight hours. And so we just you don't we had no sense of time. It just yeah. like forever. And I wasn't even having a child, you know, just right. being like supportive. Right. Like my my crotch was sore and I didn't give birth. <laughs> like and I I don't know what was happening, but it's intense. Um, yes. But it's a relief, like looking back, like, oh, it, everything went really smooth. And here's yeah. what I think you guys would find interesting is uh, in an astrology chart, I have heard that if you have Jupiter and Mars really conjunct, um, which means if to the novice in astrology, that means the planets are like within a few degrees of each other, that is, uh, that'll be a fast labor and a fast birth. Whoa. So I was like, wow, that's cool. Yeah. And that Gina has that they're, they're conjunct. So I was like, oh, it'll probably be pretty fast. But then yeah. during the whole process, I was like, my God, this, we're going to have to go to the hospital. Right. She can't let go. Like, yeah. um, you know, what's it just every fear, you know, in general, or then you've real fears. Like, is there going to be a real complication? Things like that. Right. I mean, we're prepared and we have a really skilled midwife, but um, I kept thinking then I was like, so I guess that astrology aspect, like that's bullshit. And then it, it's proven to be totally true. So well, mine are probably as far apart as possible in that case. I'll have, I'm going to check <laughs> out. The like, they don't even exist. So you had a lot uh, pulled while I check my chart for future birth. Uh, <laughs> I'm going to, I'm going to look important. at them. I'm going to look after. Yeah. This. You have my chart. Yeah. Remington, so yes. You well, just, if you looked at my chart, it. you'd probably be like, don't even waste your time and labor. Just get that <laughs> sucker cut out of you. Um, so it was a relief and maybe, uh, but that astrology, that was weird because I would never That's match so cool. those. I would never think like Jupiter's this yeah. planet of expansion and abundance and Mars is like war and energy. Um, huh. But I guess like if I really think about it, 
the Jupiter makes it kind, and Mars yeah, is sure. kind of fast moving. So it's maybe... like fast and furious. Sense. Like let's execute yeah. this. Yeah, he was like, I'm with I'm, abundance. I'm coming out. Yeah, cool. Um, but he that's good astrology, guys. I'll have to give you some medical and chiropractic advice. <laughs> um, Perfect. It it overall, I think it went pretty pretty easy and um awesome obviously it was all new we felt really safe because we're in good hands and this midwife um i mean she really she even was able to determine that the kid's hand was like resting on his cheek he likes to like hold his hand against his face and we didn't do ultrasounds and um she could feel it and she could see the and no she knew the exact position and uh he came out his hand. So she like caught that. But once the kid came, started coming out, I didn't realize it was, I, all of a sudden I was like looking at Gina. Then all of a sudden I looked down and there's a kid. I'm like, there's a human being there. There's like a, a slippery little fish of a man. And then he just like opened his eyes and he like looked around, he made a couple of noises and then super chill. And then he slept for 24 hours. Right. But I think I just felt I did. I mean, of course, you're going to have concerns, probably and irrational neurotic fear. But, um, you know, I was telling Nicole before you hopped on that I know someone who did a couple of free births. So I feel like that did help put in my psyche. Oh, yeah. Mother Nature does know what to do here. And the midwife. You know, she was already looking if there was concerns, if we'd have to go to the hospital. So, um, but that was sort of the profound thing was like, oh, nature does know. And thank God we have like, you know, procedures that if there was a serious complication, but she even has a left a note um, because everybody was worried because like everybody spread out. Plus it was a snowstorm and it was like, what if the midwife doesn't make it in time and things like that? Mm-hmm. And she left instructions and it was like, if the kid's coming that fast, like that means everything's going well and right. do these steps, but everything was fine. She was here. And now, now I'm a dad since uh, th- this is my first dad episode. The first dad, and he's gonna listen back and be like, "You called me a slippery fish of a man." Right? Yeah. Thanks, dad. <laughs> yes, that's his middle name. Actually, this is the dawning of the age of Aquarius, slippery fish of a man, Donovan. Um, but he's been—I mean, I—he's a little Aquarius, which is kind of so. Okay, Nicole and I are Scorpios. Abby, you're a Capricorn. Yep. I was sort of glad that our kid's not a Scorpio. Because I knew, like, totally fine. How intense I I was, like, so intensely moody as a child, and I was like, "Oh, if we have a Scorpio, it's going to be a different ball game." But I was like, Aquarius. Aquarius is like really friendly, open-minded, maybe a little aloof and distant. And so I was like, I think that'll just be easier than like a Scorpio demon child. I don't know, Nicole. How are you? I was a super happy kid. Really? I mean, what really outgoing. What, what is your problem? <laughs> I know. And I'm like a lot Scorpio too. I must have like a couple key planets and other no, things. Your something. chart is almost all Scorpio. 
It is. It yes. is a lot. Yeah. It really is a lot yeah. of Scorpio. Remington, no. <laughs> you, yeah, you I have forgot. Nothing else. I can't like bullshit wow. so you. You're, you're a like, charming, no. happy Scorpio. This is weird. Um, I was, yeah, I was, I was a pretty happy kid. I mean, I would say like my teenage years weren't great, but whose teenage years are great. Yeah, know? but Scorpio and hormones and teenagerness. Yeah, I graduated like, high school no. early. I was like, get me out of here. I hate everybody. I was right. like that. There you go. I there um, I, I was younger, but I didn't graduate early. Where does my astrology app go? It's like all. I, I didn't feel like I was at... a moody child, though. I felt like I was sensitive, but I was. Oh, you do yeah, have some. Like... You have a Sagittarius moon. Yeah. So that's a like a little more out. That can be outgoing and friendly, but well, yeah. but Nicole is a Capricorn. Like, did you constantly want to succeed and build things? Me? Yeah. I mean, sorry, oh, Abby. My bad. 100%. When I was in, like, sixth grade, I, like, started a preschool for the whole neighborhood. Really? For the summer. I, like, um, did a summer <laughs> Well, because our kid was born. There's a lot of Capricorn. There's a lot yeah. of Capricorn happening for the planet right now. So even though he's in Aquarius, I was like, okay, I think he's going to want to do a lot of projects. And he's going to want to succeed yeah, I liked it. Lead. Every club, every, you know, I was that person. Were you a nerd? I don't know if I was super nerdy. Like, I didn't mind school, but I wasn't really, really nerdy. You just, I like... was more like the achieving, like, I was president of all the clubs and like student council and volunteered. Like, like Rushmore. Did you see that movie? The what? Rushmore. Rushmore. It's a great. Did you see that movie? Classic mm -hmm. comedy, and the kid. It's um, what's his name? The I'm totally going blank, and it'll come to me in a minute. But he was like horrible at school. He was in boarding school, but he was great at every extracurricular activity. So he That's like so ran funny. every club, every yeah, like yeah. student council clubs, like pirate treasure meetings. It just sort of reminded me of that. Well, he has a lot of uh, Capricorn, so I feel like that's a great, uh, good drive. So, mm -hmm. but you know what's interesting now? Like, as I, I don't know exactly when this is airing, it could be like two weeks, but um, we saw this whole Capricorn that's happening for the planet, and uh, Mars is in Capricorn, and Pluto is in Capricorn, and yesterday it started getting a lot closer, and, like, Mars and Pluto, that's, like, war. That's the energy of war. Like, if oh, I'm looking at uh, charts, but I looked a few days ago, and I'm like, well, they're not that close yet, and I, and then all of a sudden I'm like, oh, yeah, the, Mars was getting closer, and, um, uh, you know, and then you throw the moon, in, which can be other people, of course, your own inner emotions, but I was like, oh, damn, like the astrology sort of nailed it again, which right, also, yeah. and we're talking about, you know, Russia and the Ukraine, Ukraine, but it also makes yeah. me think, well, they're clearly paying attention to this. Like if I were to wage war, I would say, okay, Mars. Wait is till the yeah. stars are in your favor. Yeah, exactly. Mm -hmm. Um, mm -hmm. As opposed to positive simple short birth <laughs> this is yeah, like right. this is war um right i don't know it's interesting like i'm kind of curious too though like thinking in terms of where i'm thinking astrology and numbers which are really codes for subtle energies and things that are are, are happening so is it that the planetary gravitational pull of pluto 
and the pull of Mars is doing anything to planet Earth, not so much, but that's a code for different energies. And while that's not really, war is not subtle, but I'm just curious in both of your work, I'm fascinated by doctors or healers, uh, chiropractors, acupuncturists, where you are assessing um, the unknown, the unseen. So I feel like really you guys are occultists. Oh, cool. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, I think so. Oh, I've been called like finding the doctor. hidden. Yeah, yeah. A, a cult, the way it was taught to me really yeah. just means like hidden wisdom, right? Or anything yeah. hidden. Yeah. yeah. Um, so th- that's mind boggling to me. Like that. Well, and I would say. I would say it's interesting too, because Abby and I are both muscle testing doctors, right? So we're, we're already using energy like the to kind of find the hidden, because a lot of the things when we're muscle testing, we're asking for information that isn't necessarily on the surface, right? Like, what is it that your body wants us to know about so that we can start healing it? And I'm sure Abby would say the same thing, but I'm surprised every day at like the priority in which the body wants to start healing. It's not always evident just by looking at somebody. Yeah. Like saying, oh, I've been having whatever stomach pains or something like that. You, and I feel like maybe this is holistic medicine. Like you're saying, especially through muscle testing, like it's all these other potentially root issues or causes or things like that not just like oh i ate a bunch of junk food and now i'm like uh right it's like is the root cause i mean first of all from a broader sense is it physical is it emotional is it energetic is it spiritual you know but distilling it from there is the root cause a pathogen or inflammation or food sensitivity or you know chronic viral load your favorite candida whatever um well right is a problem but like even like I've gone to a chiropractor Ooh. on occasion and not regularly. I've only gone because I'm like, oh, I just sort of threw my upper back out. And yeah. so it was like quick fix remedy and it worked great. And um, and this woman I used to see in L.A., she just and I love hearing the crunch. And I will admit I got a little addicted to uh, YouTube chiropractor videos like because I want to totally. see people cry. And I'm like fascinated by that release, but right. mm. I am always like, I'm so impressed in the way she's just looking at me, the way I'm walking totally off kilter. She knows exactly where to go. And she's just like, Kush! and I was like, that, that was it. Right. Like, how do you, so, Amazing. but with that, you can probably just, when it's like phys- really physiological, like I slept wrong and now my back is yeah. tight. Right. Yeah, but yeah. you see people like everywhere you go, like, are you at, like, you're seeing how off everybody is. Yeah. But I usually have to turn it off or it drives me way too nuts. So what, what do you do if you see really bad posture? Like, do you want to like straighten it out? I just kind of cringe and keep walking. <laughs> okay. So you're really not here to help. <laughs> um, I can only see so many people in a day. Right. Wait, wait, your practice, you're in what city again? I'm in Chicagoland, like Skokie. It's probably, you know. Okay. So it was, I, w- 
I was I had I come across a hilarious meme about um, Lori Lightfoot like was meant oh, to send yeah. you, but I was like, wait, I wasn't sure if you were full Chicago or just Illinois. And I'm not like area. in the city proper, but like my office is in Cook County, so it's you know okay. Lori Lightfoot land. Oh, so you have to deal with her. How's her oh, back? Yeah. Like, does she <laughs> needs an adjustment? Oh, Chiropractic can't save her. Uh, what about Nicole? Could uh, could a doctor? <laughs> could a natural path doctor? Between the two of us, maybe we can make a tiny dent. I don't okay, know. So it's more than possible. I think people people need to want to be helped. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I mean, for sure. Yeah. Yes. Can you read her aura? Like, do you do you sense auras though? I don't mean this I don't in a I medical sense, sense. I think I can like get a feel for someone's energy i would say like i you know i'm sure you say the same thing dr nicole like i can tell you know if something's really up with someone or like based on how their face looks sometimes you can tell like there's a lot of stuff from chinese medicine face reading and just things you know based on like acne or puffy or dark circles under their eye. like there's little cues like that right but this is part of what like you know it's amazing to be a muscle testing doc because that's really how we tap into their energy field. Right. Like I'll, I'll get intuitive senses, but what's that called again? Muscle testing or muscle reflex testing or kinesiology. Kinesiology. Testing. Yeah. That was the one. Mm-hmm. I'm sure you've run into people that do that in your. Uh, yeah. Actually, There's a ton of people in LA. Time. Oh, in yeah. LA, not only people will like do this method where they'll like take a, you know, a jar of like adrenal supplement. Test. Well, not, they'll like hold it next to their heart chakra yeah. and then try to mm-hmm. like sort of balance. And if they lean forward or back, yeah. depending, but there was yeah. this one woman that would shop with a pendulum, right? Like yeah. a little dowsing. Oh, yeah. I actually have one oh, here yeah. on my desk. And so she would, you know, it'd take her a good hour. She'd go through the section and (laughs) I would like recommend like, (laughs) Hey, this is a great adrenal blend. It's not just like, let's throw the whole shelf, this company. She's like, "Mm, you know, I can tell the materials are really good, but there was a conflict within the company and there was like a (laughs) dispute in the partnership. And I just don't want that energy. But she was right because there was a company (laughs) that had products that was like a married couple and then they split and then it was a whole thing. I know who you're talking about. And she picked up on it. And I was like, all right. They made all the the spagyrics, right? Oh, no, I don't even know about that. This had a lot to do with uh, different teacher related products. Oh, crazy. Uh, But there's probably a lot of splits. The whole... The, there's yeah. big pharma. There's big supplement, man. Oh, totally. oh yeah. Definitely. And they're all getting bought out by like basically big pharma now. Yeah. Well, isn't. Well, well, Remington, you know that both Abby and I have taught our husbands how to muscle test. So when they go grocery shopping, we'll be like, just get like the almond milk that tests the best. But do right. they do that method or are they like holding? I've, I even learned it in no, self test. Just like oh. self testing with like your fingers. Okay, yeah. I don't. I have seen that. I'm, you know, I do pendulum, man. Oh, <laughs> um, I mean, yeah. same concept. But uh, yeah, I actually had a. Do a you go fun. in the store with your pendulum? No, I just vibe it out, or I just have. Sometimes yeah. I I have like just enough intellectual knowledge from having briefly worked in supplements to just create a a problem. 
because I'm like, oh, there's all these, there's just so much to take. <laughs> yeah. So I, I like, right. I feel like a lot of it is like exterior things. And then I just go through phases and then sometimes I get lazy. I do try to stay consistent with like vitamin D, uh, B, things like that. Uh, probiotics, yeah. I guess. Um, but I mean, so some of it's like knowledge. I definitely, and then I used to get so much stuff. Like I finally have had to just throw out like jars of, oh, this was like a mm -hmm. free sample. Let me try this, whatever for like, you know, even mood, yes. like gentle herbs and things like that. Um, oh, you'll appreciate mm -hmm. this Remington. I heard, I learned this. I can't remember where, but like energetically, it made so much sense to me. Like energetically, it's really not good to hold on to all of your old supplements and remedies and herbs and whatever, because it can be like putting the vibe out there. Like, oh, well, what if my adrenals totally bottom out again? And I need this. Like you're almost co-creating your oh. old symptoms by holding on to old stuff. I was like, oh my gosh, that makes sense. Oh yeah. That makes a lot of sense. And now I'm like getting smaller in my chair. I, like, I was purged all my stuff. Like a couple years ago and I learned that. Well, I was like hoarding stuff partly because yeah. you're like, oh, well it's expensive. I haven't worked in supplements in years and I'm still finding like, yeah, I'm never going to like this ad adrenal for summer. That's like a real popular one in LA. Like everyone has yeah. adrenal fatigue. They think yes. adrenal fatigue, candida really was a thing. <laughs> and then it just went off the map. Like nobody yes. talked about oh, candida yeah. anymore. Um, <laughs> so I think I have candida supplements too. And then like cleanses and then, yeah, I'm glad I finally, when we moved across country, I was like, my God, like, and it was just sort of old too. I just, yeah. I was hoarding it. I feel ashamed now. No. no, I have so many supplements I need to throw away now that you've said that. I know. But I keep them it. I keep them with the energy that if somebody else needs them though. I don't really think about yeah. it for me. Yeah. Well, like well, I'm like, yeah, what if like my sister needs it or like, you know, this person right. needs it, then I can just send it your over energy to them. on it. I think I think yeah. it was from actually Marie Kondo, just like her whole concept of feng shui. Yeah. And, opening up space. Right. So if your whole yeah. house whole medicine cabinet is full of all these like remedies, you don't even use like clean them out, create space for like new things, you know, or don't hold on to it with the energy of like, Oh, what if I'm so sick again? And I like, can't get up in the morning without this. Like it's yeah, like yeah, yeah, that... pants in case you gain 20 pounds. Right. She's like, no, get rid right. of um, right. That makes right. so much sense. And that's even the, a prosperity practice that I've done uh, and even teach about, it was like, let go to grow. But I was mm -hmm. thinking more in terms of just like the clutter and things like that. But it's like that old, you know, someone's like wants to meet their soulmate and then they have their bed up against the wall. So it's totally uninviting on both sides. I mean, maybe right. it might be a small apartment and you don't have a choice or like there's tons of, you know, empty water bottles in the passenger seat of your car. And, you know, you have like a backpack whatever and there's like no space for what you want to come in there's like literally not room for another person um how okay actually but physiologically how do you feel that relates to like doing cleanses like liver cleanses and things like that and i'm coming from a perspective of having lived in la for years and i feel like in a non-medical way i feel like a lot of people just go crazy and overdo it and they're like cleansing like once a week and uh, like really OCD and at what point, how often is it good? And is it something that's real? 
Mm. I mean, I feel like I recommend cleanses a lot based on obviously based on muscle testing, but I also feel like, I don't know, we live in like such a toxic world and especially, I mean, especially LA, obviously that wasn't something you weren't aware of, I'm sure, but like Chicago or any major city where you're getting so much more toxicity than somebody who lives out in like the countryside or probably where you are now. And so I don't know. I mean, I always, yeah, it's amazing. And I feel like, yeah, if you can give your liver a break, but again, what is, what is the definition of your type of cleanse, right? Like when all these people are doing juice cleanse without getting too nerdy, they're super supporting phase one of detox, but not at all supporting phase two or three, which could actually make you sicker in the long run. So a lot of these fad cleanses, I don't really stand behind, but if you're doing a well-supported one with good amino acids and binders to help t- pull out the toxicity and you're pooping regularly and, you know, that's a totally different setup. So, I mean, I don't know. I really think it's important for people to cleanse with the help of somebody who knows what they're yeah, doing. I think it's right? important, but like, if you want to hardcore cleanse or you're working through like specific diagnoses or you're really symptomatic, like do yourself a favor and invest in doing it under the guidance of a practitioner, because I'm sure you've seen this, Nicole. I like half of my new patients have done a million cleanses and they feel absolutely horrible. So I think a lot of people need to build their system up before they cleanse, like they're too burned out or whatever. And so then they feel worse. Yeah. You know, that actually, I totally forgot about even my little bit of knowledge. uh, And I did work with a naturopath doctor. So, you know, she, I I did learn a lot, but not, you know, obviously I'm not diagnosing people and things like that. I have YouTube videos for that, but um, I forgot (laughs) about phase one, phase two. I don't even think I know about phase three, at least in context of a, is like a liver cleanse. And is that, what does that have to do with again? It's like the way you metabolize it or eliminate it. There's essentially different, I would say nutrients that are used to take a toxin through all the different phases. So a lot of the things that are in juice cleanses, they'll help take that toxin through from phase one to phase two. And at that point, the toxin is actually, it's actually more dangerous. Yeah. Like, and so like you have to get it you have to get it through phase two and then through phase three. And usually that takes amino acids, glutathione, all these things that you're not getting in say like a a juice. I'm like really picking on juice cleanses right now, but it's the best kind of um, example where if you're doing, if you're supporting all these different phases and, you know, one of the phases is just getting it out of the body. So if you're constipated or your lymphatic system isn't moving, you're, you know, digestive system is backed up in, in any of the areas that can be those toxins that you're putting so much effort into releasing from the fat tissue or releasing from soft tissue or whatever, they're just hanging out in the body and which can make you sicker in the long run. So maybe you're feeling great on day two of juice cleanse, but three weeks later, you're like, why am I crashing? So I think working with somebody who's like Abby was saying, like opening up all those pathways, building the body up. So it even has the strength and the energy to detox properly. It's so much, it's like hacking a cleanse because then you're taking other products in addition to help the experience go a lot easier and ultimately be more effective. I was in a seminar this morning and one of the guys teaching was saying like, 
you know, when he does, it was actually about toxicity and cleansing. So that's hilarious, but he was saying he will never start people in the cleansing period until they're like, have been pooping regularly for at least two weeks. Like that's how you eliminate. Right. Like it's so simple, but it makes so much sense. Well, too, because what I saw just in supplement world, which of course is trying to sell supplements and it's LA. So everyone's sort of health fad. There always was like a one fix sort of panacea or the cure all that was like, Mm -hmm. and it just rotates like every few months, like maca was like the thing that was like the maca was the thing for everything. And it probably was uh, cleansing and energizing and then adrenal fatigue. Then it was like a, uh, well, when I first started, it was Candida. That was the thing. So yeah. every um, every woman in L.A., every single issue that they had, because you read Candida, Candida so you're like, oh, yeah, I get neurotic. I'm anxious. I'm fearful of this. I'm itchy, whatever. Right. Um, and so then that was it. If you, if you resolve Candida, like that your life will then be perfect. But then that yeah. phased out. Bone broth was a big one. Oh yeah. So bone broth was like, that's all you need. So, and bone then like, broth and everything. like MCT oil. And I've actually yep. started um, hearing of stories, of people that I knew like went full, like MCT oil, coconut oils, but they weren't absorbed eating any other nutrients. And then they were, like they started creating complications and I've also met people Mm -hmm. that were like staunch raw vegans for life. And then they started developing tons of, and I'm not saying this is always the case, but these are, these are things that I experienced and you guys probably have seen it way worse, but the amount of like parasites um, that this person had in other conditions because her, her system wasn't producing any of the digestive acids that like, if you have a protein, Mm -hmm. And mm-hmm. so she's just eating raw vegetables mm-hmm. and fruits. Yep. And mm-hmm. after like seven years, she, and then she's like lime, just threw in a bunch of things. And then she's turned her whole life into how people can turn that around. So it just seems like that one thing, one trick pony is, seems really dangerous. Yeah. It's not real. There's no one thing. I know of a guy who went, carnivore only so he only ate meat so it's like the opposite of like raw vegan Mm -hmm. and then he like cleared up some skin issues and things like that but he did it for so long and then he like had a corn chip and then just literally had tremendous yeah i'm not even joking though like because the sugars in his system and the bacteria Mm -hmm. and it took him a long time and i don't know this person well but i just i've seen as just a vitamin worker, I can only imagine what you've seen and maybe where you are, people don't go as extreme, but LA was like, this was it. Here's the one solution. Oh, I only see crazy people. Well, and remember I worked in orange County for oh, okay, so yeah, three years. So saw a fair amount of interesting things there. Um, but I would say, you know, it's interesting this candida thing because now there's so much, I'm seeing such a big mold problem everywhere. And of course I've also experienced my own mold issues. So it's probably why I'm like having all these patients come out of the woodwork with so much mold. And then I was just interviewed about mold, but it's kind of the same idea of candida. I mean, it's fungal related. And there are a lot of practitioners who just say like fungus is really the epidemic. Like that's the, that really is such an underlying issue for so many people. Absolutely. 
So well, what if you're some... living in it, you're just screwed. Are you able to say what some of those symptoms are? Because I've heard, sure. well, I've met people too that were struggling with mold and where it really seemed like this really messed them up. And I would have, I would just brush it off just as like a guy, not think about it. And apparently even in drier climates, like you get some rainfall, you might get some leak <clears throat> and you're not aware that there's like behind the scenes. Cause you're like, Oh, like LA is always, it's dry and hot orange County. Um, I'm curious what those symptoms are because I've, again, it's just, I've encountered a lot of people. It sounds like it really messed them up. I would say the symptoms, and again, they're, they sound a little similar to like a candida symptom too. I mean, eczema, rashes, brain fog, rapid weight gain. Um, and then depending on the type of mold, it really can affect the mood. So some people are really depressed. Some people are really angry. Some people are just like, my husband was like basically a narcoleptic. He was so tired all the time. Wow. I just had eczema all over myself um, hormonal issues. So now that could also be all these symptoms, right? That could also be parasite. That could also be trauma that was unresolved. Right. But I would say in general, um, you know, we live in Colorado, it's super dry here yet. Two of the houses we've lived in both had problems because either like a foundational issue, you know, a dishwasher that was leaking, you know, I mean, it's so interesting, like where one of them was um, a, sw- a lot of Colorado houses have swamp coolers and that's a huge cause of mold in the house. So I don't think you can look at it anymore from just a climate perspective, mm-hmm. unfortunately. And, and you, like, I mean, if people have swamp coolers, is it almost like you're going to have mold just due to the nature of how it is? Pretty much. I mean, that's so easy for them to leak and just the whole point of the humidity and everything. Those are those like huge AC units. Right. Essentially. um, That are always like dripping on the outside with like a little hose. Well, like Joshua Tree. Like that's not ideal. Palm Springs, like you'll see them and things like that. But so, so you could have a house you could have those symptoms it could be mold and it's not obvious because to me i'd always been like well i want to see like the moldy shower and like the obvious you know or it smells musty like a basement and things like that i would say for the majority of mold cases like at least in our in both of these houses you couldn't see it you couldn't smell it it was more just like you have to, you have, I had an intuition about our last house, which is what led us to get testing done. But I would say in most cases, it's not obvious, which is really the shittiest part. Ooh, am I allowed to swear on your podcast? Yes. Yeah, of course. Okay. My excellent. God. Yeah. I'm a pro free speech person. <laughs> you like me. Like swear away. <laughs> well, you know, it's interesting though. I have a, I had a client back in the day. I guess there's still sometimes a client, but um, they own some properties, rental properties. And this was before I knew anything about them. I didn't even know that I saw in this reading a number of years ago, I was, I had asked if they actually owned a lot of properties and rental properties, which was the case. And then I could see mold. There was a mold situation that she needed to remove. Wow. Is that what it, and, uh, um, through the cards. Yeah. 
But that was like the card. I'll tell you what one of the cards was, was the Seven of Cups. And in my deck, if you look at it, it just looks like swampy. You know, it looks like a, a, like, you know, or like blue green algae or algae on a swamp or like a lake. And it's sort of dripping. It just looks like dank, like not this super dank weed, man, but like the actual (laughs) meaning. And, um, it, so she got one of the, investigated and she she caught it because that can also i know landlords or just property owners and it turned into you know like good landlords that take care of their tenants and can be a real problem so she was able to address it and doesn't mean if you get the seven of cups that, that means you have mold or candida it's like really but i just looked at it in that case like generally that you know, the overall meaning of that card is like illusory success, meaning you think something's more valuable than it really is. Um, so maybe mm-hmm. if you're like, you know, we're in the process of trying to buy a house. So that's like, you know, and I don't know, it's Vermont. It's probably moldy here because from what I understand it, you have fall, winter, then mud season, then summer. Gina. Yes. <laughs> do you love listening to podcasts? Yeah, of course. Do you love listening to a lot of podcasts? I listen to a lot of podcasts without earbuds in because I get so concerned about wearing them because of the radiation. Which sucks because then I have to listen to all your podcasts. Yeah. And then I got to listen to your wolf man, woman <laughs> music. Yeah. And you stopped using your earbuds because you were I was getting weird headaches weird and headaches. stuff. Yeah. But I have a solution. What? Start using wave blockers. Okay. That's our new sponsor. <laughs> no, for real. No, I know. I don't want to listen to all your podcasts. I know. And I would like if you started using headphones again and you we just got the wave blockers. Yeah, no, this is a whole this is revolutionary for me because I literally have put my earbuds away since I, I haven't used them since we lived in California. It's revolutionary for me. Okay. Because now you can just mind your own business <laughs> and I don't have to listen to it. This is correct. So this that's a whole other layer of where wave blockers are great. Get 20% off today when you use the code Remington, R-E-M-I-N-G-T-O-N at waveblock.com. Waveblock, products that protect you, designed in Los Angeles, California. Now back to the show. And it started to melt a little bit here, but now we're in a blizzard. Um and I was like, oh, the mud. Everyone's like, mud season's real. Mud season, wow. It's so real. We have tons of mud, too. It's the worst. You just live in muck boots. Do you have four-wheel drive? Do you have those yet? I 100%. have. Okay. I got the, there's another <laughs> brand of boots that I got, um, but they're like those. And I didn't get, I I need the taller ones. Yeah. These are like. Yeah a step up from like little booties that I was like, I'll just take out the trash and like put them on. Cause you want like slip on. And right. now if the snow is more than this tall, which is the case right now, like it all goes in. And then right. I ran out the other day with those no socks and in my shorts to like, let my mom's dog out. And then I stood in a snow bank, a snow drift. I didn't realize and it went up to my knees. So then the snow went into the boot so do I oh, have moldy boots now? Because <laughs> that's really my not. concern. Um, <laughs> yeah. I really have candida. Hope I have Can candida I just say boots. I love your new life with your boots and all your gear and your, like, spears? Oh, yeah. I have a boar hunting spear. You've had spear. quite the 
blow up. I'm not hunting boar. There's no boar here, but I am hunting Chaga with it. Um, yeah, it's a big change from L.A. I actually had to invest in a lot of um, yeah. gear. It's cold enough Wait. here. You can't just wear, like, a nice jacket. Like, you need gear clothes. Like, right, you got to right. layer with, like, I've learned now. There's called the base layer. So when right. I'm shopping for stuff online, like, oh, here's a base layer. If I see it's on sale, you can't, like, you can't get cheap with it. Um, oh, and then it just falls apart. I still don't even have enough. I don't have a full real winter jacket. Like when I'm going to start going out more. Cause it'll be like negative 15, then wind chill. It'll feel like negative 30 and like your phone won't even work. Um, so it's, it's different, but I did drop uh, <laughs> waterproof shoes, gear. I have hiking sneakers that are waterproof and I bought a spear which is really the coolest part of it all. Uh, and what surprised me is on Amazon, you can buy boar hunting spears. And it's, wow. like, it's, it's like eight feet tall. And, it, it's, and it's really like, we'll deliver tomorrow. Right. Yeah, the, the blade. <laughs> I, yeah, I primed it. It came. Amazon Prime comes quick because I think we're close enough to like Albany and maybe New York City. So those are probably yeah. major, major hubs. Uh, that just do the whole region, even though it's a few hours drive. But yeah, I was surprised this thing came and the blade is probably 18 inches. It was sharp. And then the pole that was really heavy, it's heavy ash. And I would not personally feel comfortable trying to boar hunt. Uh, but for the chaga that's way up in the tree, and chaga is a great medicinal mushroom, but it's like hard as it's hard as wood. I like, yeah, I didn't so, realize that. Yeah, so it's actually really hard to, to get it down. So you either need like an axe, but I was like, I'm going to get a spear and I could just like chip away at it if it's if it's way up there. You and need to do like a video blog of this happening. Or, like, yeah, I should do a Chaga YouTube. Well, yes. I guess my fear yeah. of that. So this is what I learned according to YouTube and some of my other internet research is that you want to harvest you, – you can pull off about two-thirds of it to sustainably harvest it. Huh. Um, and so it, that just takes some skill of, of chipping it off. So I'm like, what if I film and I accidentally take too much and then there's going to be some, like, Chaga Nazi, like a woke right. Chaga Nazi <laughs> who's like, you took you too much. It. like, And then Greta Thunberg is, like, showing up at my house. And she's like, you took too much Chaga. And then, so, but I think, but I actually harvested it well. I could have pulled more off, but I didn't want to be greedy. And I have them scoped out. And there's one that's probably the size of like a volleyball. Um, wow. And I know where it is. And I got to go a couple miles in the woods. And there's a lot of snow now. So I'm going to have to wait. Um, unless Can't even I even believe this is I your need, life. Can you tap some shoes. maple syrup too? My mom's husband actually harvest maple syrup he doesn't have lines running now because they have a newer property but he's gonna start so i'm gonna learn yeah i'm gonna do maple syrup and i'm harvesting chaga there's also like reishi here i didn't even know reishi mushroom um then I, people are like are you gonna like sell it i'm like no i'm really i no i'm just want to harvest it. like it's cool to have it that yeah. you like got it yourself and chaga's great like it's delicious tea so but good for the brain High antioxidant. Well, yeah. What uh, brain? I didn't even. No wonder I'm so smart. <laughs> um, 
the huh. it's just fun. Like I'm gonna, I want to take a like a nature, like a harvesting, like nature harvesting course or something. Foraging. That's the that's the word. Nature harvesting. Foraging, yeah. Because um, <laughs> there's a lot of mushrooms. There's, I mean, it's really rural here. So there's yeah. there's a lot of land. So it's cool. The second most rural state. Really? Mm-hmm. What's the first? Wyoming. Oh, Montana? No, oh, it's Wyoming. Wyoming. And Wyoming is obviously way, way bigger. But um, like Massachusetts is probably similar land mass size as Vermont. And it's 10 times. It's almost 7 million people. Vermont yeah. has like yeah. 600,000 maybe. Um, right. So once I'm you like go out, like you won't, you know, you'll just not see anything for a bit, which is cool. It's it, I really appreciate it now after being in a city for so long. Like there's no 5G yeah. Yeah. for the most part. I don't even have cell reception at my house. I have to just do it on Wi-Fi and things like that. Um, That's awesome. I mean, some now with a kid, I, like I've, I'm like, I might have to change plans because my old server, like they just have nothing here. But I can feel a difference. Like I feel like my nervous yeah. system's decompressing. Oh, yeah. Sure, that's no better doubt. for kids in a lot of ways. What's that? I said, I'm sure that's better for kids in a lot of ways. Oh, I feel like he kind of chose this. Yeah. Um, yeah. Because I never, like, my mom lives here and, you know, I visited, but I never thought I wouldn't be like, oh, Vermont. Like, it always, like, it's quaint, it's cute, it's charming. Um, it could feel, I mean, I'm married, so it's a little easier. We have a friend who moved to Maine from L.A., but, you know, she did it. She's, like, single. And, like, you moved right at the beginning of winter. Like, it's yeah. going to yeah. feel lonely. Like, it's it's lonely. vast and empty at times. But, I mean, you know, we work from home. I'm busy with stuff, so it's fine. But I'm excited just – I'm embracing it. And uh, I'm going to get lots of chaga spears, snowshoes now. Maybe a snowmobile. Perfect. Like as a guy, you're like, I'm just gonna buy that would be awesome. Dumb ass gear for shit that I don't even need. Um (laughs) absolutely. But harvesting chaga is fun. That was like one of the first like I guess supplements or first um alternative or Chinese medicinal herbs I got introduced to. And um, I just got really into it from there. And now you live by it naturally. That's pretty cool. Yeah, I had a buddy it's who used to be a, a drug, a huge drug dealer, and then he uh, <laughs> got into Arctic chaga, and he was like harvesting it in Alaska. And so, and he would just oh. over. He was he was like the Scarface of chaga, and <laughs> like he would get it, like he would harvest like a ton, like literally, and then he was just giving me ridiculous amounts of chaga and so i got really into the tea and i just started uh i just i felt like clear bright i didn't get sick that often um Mm -hmm. you know and i attribute some of it to that so uh yeah i'm I'm learning like i'm gonna i'm getting into it there's probably not too much i mean i feel like you already have a spear you're super on your way yeah. Well, you know what I do though. I'm kind of. This was like on a pu- in the one that I just got is in a public. It's a pu- public area. It's like an old historical park with nature trails. 
So I don't want to walk. I put the spearhead like in a backpack, and then it just looks like I have a <laughs> heavy duty walking stick because I don't want to look like some weirdo yeah. in the woods <laughs> with like an eight foot beer uh, boar hunting spear. Like someone might get a little freaked get out. Reported in no time. They yeah. might get a little alarmed. Like, does this guy live out here? Right, Is he hunting people. Oh, you know, like happening? the long hair. They're like totally. This, yeah, I look okay. like the mountain man part. If I put, um, no, but I think you know when I used to do, I used to do uh, epigenetics hair analysis tests. So, um, at this one place, yeah. and the doctor just taught me how to do it. Again, I wouldn't make a diagnosis. It would just I knew how to read the readout of like yeah. vitamin deficiencies. But in LA, it was always. Um, the thing that always scored high was just uh, radiation and then mm-hmm. all mm-hmm. of the like cell, like tower, yeah. EMF yeah. cell tower, because it would actually, she showed me pictures and it was like broken cell walls from all of the energy wow. beaming through you. And she would always suggest like electrolytes and omegas to, to create a, mm. uh, a body that's a lot more hydrated and it, like more mm-hmm. resilient. So the cells, mm-hmm. so those mm-hmm. energy frequencies just sort of either bounced off or sort of just went around them and like huh, a brittle cool. cell. That's super cool. Would break. And I could see the pictures. It was pretty fascinating, but yeah, she said all cool. the, I had a mentor. Oh, oh yeah. Go ahead. No, you go. I had a mentor who always said radiation to give iodine. That was like his big thing to help detox radiation. Yeah, that was the one of the ones. And then uh, zeolite, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, which I actually saw it was a zeolite bath, but apparently it was used for like nuclear power plants. I don't know. This was like some Whoa. like oh, off site, um, like Chernobyl <laughs> zeolite bath product. Who knows? But um <laughs> Oh, God. Well, and apparently flying. So a lot of times I would see, see score really high radiation. I'm like, did you just recently fly? And they're like, oh, yeah, I right. just flew in from Europe or whatever the case is. Yeah. What, yep. But what I never understood what was that from the plane or is that from being at those altitudes or what? I think it's the plane. plane. Yeah. Um. So, the, yeah, the iodine. What about iodine? Is iodine safe like? Like nascent iodine, like what the heck's the difference between? Do you know? Oh boy, do you know that, Abby? Uh, I used to. I forget. I I think it's just like a different, slightly different formulation, or like the delivery system of it is different. I started. T- There's people that swear by nascent, like you take nascent iodine. Mm-hmm. Well, that I don't was though. That was one of the one cure all things. There was an I forgot about that. Of there was course, nascent iodine. Maca was hot for a while. Then it just pittered out. Nobody, I don't even, does anybody even take maca for anything? I take maca. For energy? For hormones. Um, yeah, I actually, I had a roommate uh, who was like early menopause. And then I had some maca and I was like, this is supposed to be good for hormones. And she took like it once. Uh, and again, I'm just sharing her experience, but it reshifted a lot. Like that, it, like immediately, yeah. it was beneficial. And then she I think maca is great for hormones. That she was oh. old. 
<laughs> she was going through. Madness. And then Maka drove her to depression. It wasn't no. the Maka. That was her own problem. No. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not. I'm not uh, prescribing Maka for depression. That was her. Uh, it was her, her fear. She was confronting this her mortality. entire episode is a giant disclaimer. Yeah, everything's right, a yeah. disclaimer. Um, but. Uh, well, that's like, you know how many people come to me and then I'll do a deep reading? Sometimes it'd be more like these sort of triggers and concerns and where they have blocks. And they'll say, wow, like I went through like 10 years of therapy and this just all happened in one session. And for everyone listening, I'm not making any claims. I'm just mm-hmm. sharing that I hear that story all the time. Um, and I, I find that interesting. That's not what I'm trying to do at all. And that's another thing I back off of our medical. Yeah. That's yeah. and nowadays that's really getting trickier and trickier. And I predicted it right at the beginning of like all of the COVID starting and I was seeing like so much like censorship and things like that. And I was like, just wait, wait till you post about, Oh, this yoga sets helps, um, you know, for di- is good for digestion. Which everyone who does it knows and they can feel like your digestive juices start moving with certain yoga sets or for calmness or things like that. And that's all Mm going to like get taken down, things like that. It's not scientifically proven. Right. Even though it's like just (laughs) totally obvious. There's no billion dollar double blind placebo controlled study to prove that Remington. Right. Well. Yeah, but I like I've been seeing people post about benefits of like morning meditation and having it literally getting taken down for violating community. Are you serious? I'm not exaggerating. Wow. Um, Oh, it's insane. And so I'm like, not even oh, meditation cures COVID or meditation cures candida. It's just meditation is like a great, nice thing you can do in the morning that makes you know just. It's a good time to do it right and it right. got taken nope. down they didn't even wasn't even a meditation that they posted they were just like a little video talking about how it's you know it's an, it's nice it's beneficial right right oh boy so we're really I mean... hitting new territory i know of people who host retreats and um they will lead meditations and teach yoga and somebody did it and then they felt a little lightheaded after some yoga set which i'll feel lightheaded i'll probably feel like i'm dying if i go to the gym right now and so they just said oh you should sit down maybe have a glass of water brought them water now is trying to sue them for prescribing water as medical advice wait you're kidding no i'm not like i'm telling you that's the world that That is is not okay and that's like i feel like so litigious i feel like there's a war against wellness though Because I see so many articles now, things like cool, hip things like uh, Vice News, you know, where millennials get their information. And then it's super anti anything wellness because it's real dangerous because you might have clinical depression and now you're trying to do a breathing technique and you didn't talk to a psychiatrist and get prescribed antidepressants. Like it's a real thing, and I'm oh, there's seeing... whole articles about how basically you shouldn't take any supplements and you should just take pharmaceuticals. Uh there's I I mean I hundred percent 
believe it. But are I mean, are there are supplements? Okay, I'm gonna. Can I ask you a couple questions about supplements? Yeah, because there's one I'm yes. taking. Here we go. Um, so I was considering. Now I've heard like vitamin D, for example, can be very helpful for your immune system. Mm-hmm. Now is that something you're even allowed to say? Like, is that like? I feel like there's been oh, maybe okay. studies Listen on that. Listen to our podcast. We it's amazing. It's still up on the air. Yeah. <laughs> so as doctors, <laughs> you are even questioning if you could say vitamin D is good for these things. Yeah, I think taking vitamin D is great. Wait, your post got, sorry, got taken down. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. In the beginning of COVID, I posted a peer-reviewed research article from PubMed about the benefits of vitamin D, and I got taken down. Well, I just saw WebMD is saying that um, severe, like, cases of COVID often now can be rooted in severe uh, vitamin D deficiencies or yeah, the, most some people are like very low that are like hospitalized. The majority are yeah. very low D. But so now WebMD is saying it, are they getting shut down? Of course not. not. It, so that's because I thought that was a conspiracy theory right. that the vitamin D <laughs> was beneficial. Everything that was a conspiracy theory in 2020 is now true. So if I read it on that WebMD, like two it's years still... ahead of the curve. So if okay, so this is what I'm considering taking is a a different dose of vitamin D, and I even want to get fancy and mix it with vitamin K. I love you that. Can do that. So, but here's my concerns: if I take vitamin D, and again, disclaimers here: anyone having a medical emergency, like call nine one one. Like don't like listen through this podcast. <laughs> okay. But don't take vitamin D instead. Um, right. Like you stop, you have a major injury. Um, but if I take, right. am I in danger of getting myocarditis from vitamin D? Wow. I no. Okay. Could I <laughs> let get, me, let me tell you could, one thing about vitamin D though. Just okay. like one thing. So this is what I learned back in the day. We'll see if it still holds true. If you draw a line from LA and you go straight horizontal across the United States, anybody who lives above that line just doesn't get enough sun because of seasons, right? So you're almost always going to be vitamin D deficient. That being said, a lot of people got really excited about learning all of these more natural remedies during these last two years, which is great. The only downside to that is that I've, I do a lot of vitamin D testing and I can't tell you how many people are like, so vitamin D toxic. <laughs> have you seen oh. that Abby? Yeah. I've My seen husband, people who have like Justin got levels like way too high 150. Yeah. And so and he was having I like do think it's like anything you have to test it to make sure you're not getting too crazy. Right. And I, I know we're like kind of spoofing around. That's very serious. But it's because vitamin D, is it because it's storing in your liver? Like that's one of the supplements. If you overdo it, it's just, it's like stagnant. In Too there. much. It's a fat soluble vitamin. Yeah. So those ones store. Um, okay. But I won't get myocarditis. Like if I'm just taking a rational, like, you know, a thousand international units or something like that. Yeah. That's I not would... even going to raise your levels. Well, yeah. I was taking... T- I actually take 10,000. Oh, there you go. My butter number. Um, with vitamin D. You won't get myocarditis. Okay. Well, I get Bell's palsy. 
No. Okay. I, I know where you're headed with this. Would I? Could I get a stroke? <laughs> the safety ah. trial profile of vitamin D is incredibly positive. Okay, so it's safe. So I yeah. won't probably get a safe stroke, at least from vitamin D. Will it mess with my menstrual cycle? <laughs> no. If I identified as a woman. <laughs> okay, so oh I'm my safe gosh. On that. I was waiting for this this episode well. to go this direction. <laughs> um, yeah. Now, I'm concerned because I live way above that line uh, yes. to assimilate yeah. vitamin D, like way up. Right. And I have definitely, I see people here um, that I feel like have never eaten a, a raw vegetable, let alone assimilated right. uh, <laughs> any like unit, a half an international just unit full of maple syrup of vitamin D. Yeah. There's like a, a condition, maple and syrup, some cattle. Um, and my neighbors. <laughs> But I want to take vitamin D for my own sort of safety and immunity. Yes. And my neighbors who also have an American flag. A good out, idea. And I'm looking at their American flag. I'm concerned that if they're not taking the vitamin D, I, like, I will be fine, though. Like, can I still take it or should I, should I get fanatical? It probably only works if you're both taking it. So you should probably take some over. So my them. neighbors, they have an American flag. And yeah. my concern is they're conspiracy theorists. Yeah, and you should also make them take vitamin D. And definitely go with your spear. That's what I was thinking. So yeah. jog a spear. And then they should probably carry around a card that says if they've taken their Ooh, vitamin D With or their not. vitamin D levels to prove I think that, that would they be enough. Immunity. I personally would feel a lot better. Yeah. I think that would be Me too. really good. Okay, so I but I won't have menstrual cycles. It will help immunity. Uh, because I've also read articles that uh, natural immunity is literally a consp uh, white supremacy and a conspiracy theory. I'm not making, I'm not even being jokey about this. No. Mother Jones, I know. which used to be the like bra burning, ultra feminist, like I'm going to get some hardcore, like, like when progressive was progressive, like back in the, like, I think the magazine came around in the seventies, like maybe, um, and they literally were, they have articles saying that natural immunity is literally a conspiracy theory. And it's not true. Yeah. Wow. Just so crazy because most other amazing. developed countries accept and recognize natural immunity as being even stronger than vaccine induced. Um, notice you're cutting out on that. Like they're listening. Um, <laughs> But, like, we can't talk about it. <laughs> right. It's interesting, though, this narrative of, like, Great. nature which takes care of itself. Mm -hmm. um, but I also uh, came across an article today. I was, like, joking around, like, oh, you know, is um, is natural – the I, notion of natural immunity in general. I'm not even talking about, like, inoculate forced inoculations and things like that. Um it, well, I've seen the conspiracy theory, but I was like, let me just see, uh, is it a form of white supremacy? And of course, the bunch of articles pop up and apparently wow. the be belief that nature can like work in your favor, like when you just catch a cold, um, that's rooted in white supremacy because uh, a white person <laughs> believes that they have superior genes. I'm not wow. fucking making this up. 
Like this is <laughs> this is incredible. World. So like back in the day and give 2019, if I was still working in supplements, everyone would be like, vitamin D is really good for just immunity. Yeah. People yeah. all know about vitamin C. Is it true that an apple a day keeps the doctor away? Uh, not if you're someone who believes in the carnivore diet. Uh, no, that <laughs> sure. guy definitely, he had to go to a lot of doctors because the sugars, it, it screwed him up. Um, you have a on apple. But someone like, that's just, that's like marketing, right? Yeah. Like I still think, oh, yeah. I feel like everybody knows that saying. And when I was a kid, I, I literally was like, that has got to be bullshit. Like what is in an apple? Is it pectin? Like, is it that high in any particular? Malic vitamin? acid. Malic acid. Okay. Like obviously not an unhealthy thing. Um, but if you have an apple and then you guard, like gouge yourself with like sugar and beer and stuff, then you're like, well, I don't think that apple did like a whole lot. Negative apple. Right. Or like caramel candy apples. Right. <laughs> that yeah, right. keeps the yeah. away. Or like soda. a pesticide-filled GMO apple. Well, right. I was I was reading about a lot of the early cases that um, of the symptoms of polio and the, like a lot of the first outbreaks of those symptoms uh, were right here in Rutland, Vermont. And I was actually reading the doctor's notes. You live in they're... like polio ground zero. What's that? You live in like polio ground zero. I didn't know. Yeah. Oh. Vermont is famous for polio, ground zero, <laughs> uh, fish, the band fish and Ben and Jerry's um, and, maple, and syrup. maple syrup. So yeah. I, I was surprised that this was like, these were old doctors, you know, obviously a lot has advanced since then, but it was all linking it to the, these horrible pesticides. That was really, it was, yeah. it was mm -hmm. similar to metal, like severe metal, uh, right. toxins yeah. and things like that and this paralysis um, so it was the symptoms they weren't like verifying that it was lesions on the nervous system but it was these same symptoms of the these poor kids but like it's all agriculture here and yeah. back then right. like yeah. 1800s um, you know like you just oh it's you're a kid and you're like walking through a farm oh, or yeah. something you're picking an apple and then you're just eating the most I had no idea how toxic pesticides were then. I just figured, oh, eighteen hundred, everything was sort of organic, and that is right. not the case. Um, and they're even worse now, probably. I mean, Roundup and glyphosate, and I, I mean, the seminars in this morning they talked about. There's the study; it's the most widely used pesticide in America right now. They took a bunch of frogs and exposed them to it. And it turned one in 10 male frogs into a female frog and made all of them infertile. Uh, I think we should just hang right there and <laughs> let people start putting that together. It is right. like, but Roundup, I don't think a lot of people know that Monsanto, I've been bitching about Monsanto since the 90s. Yeah. How they were like developing things like the seeds that was re that okay so let's grow a crop it's resistant uh, to the pesticides so you can overspray kill all the bugs but the crop does well but they've like modified it and then they've created a patent on those seeds there was like mm -hmm. an old documentary of this guy in Canada he got sued by Monsanto for having his sort of regular farm 
and the Monsanto <laughs> seed, the crop, like shifted over, and then he got sued for using unlicensed um, products that I think were round. I don't, I can't say for sure that it was Roundup, but I was like, "What the yeah. fuck? Like this is real?" And people don't, people don't have any clue mm-hmm. that these things are are happening, and that's not even like my work per se that was just like right. yeah fuck right. monsanto my friend actually something you were passionate about yeah my friend had a bumper sticker that was like uh something anti-monsanto nobody got the reference i think people are a little more aware apparently vermont was the first state and attempted to sue monsanto for gmo labeling Wow. But of course they lost because somehow Monsanto has more power. I mean, they're literally patenting <laughs> the entire food supplies. Yeah, and um, Zach Bush actually like talks a lot about how um, glyphosate is linked. Like he believes it might be linked to like a possible like extinction based on like all of his studies and stuff, which is like super scary. But he does so much research on that, and it's just wild. So this is just, no matter what, even if you're not going to follow what chemicals or what and things like that, it's probably best to just eat organic food. Mm-hmm. Yeah, or whenever you yeah. grow your, your own. And I know that's not like, you know, I'm going to go out to eat. I'm not going to be crazy about it. I do. Well, mm-hmm. here there's a lot of local that it, it may not be labeled organic, but you kind of know the farmers and they'll tell you yeah. what they use or don't use if anything yeah. at all, or they can't afford to be, you know, USDA organic. Cause it's just, mm-hmm. it's a process. So expensive. Yeah. Um, but I, man, that frog thing is pretty fascinating. Like that's just, but how, like, I, I just don't get the disconnect that people are having with their food with a sort of holistic approach of everything. Like when I go to like the occasional times I go to a quote, like allopathic conventional doctor, as opposed to usually I'll see it naturopath or I go to Mm -hmm. chiropractors and acupuncturists. Um, They'll ask you a million questions. And then I go to like a regular doctor for the few times I needed like an x-ray and they don't even ask you anything. Like, Mm -hmm. what are you eating? What's Mm -hmm. your lifestyle? It doesn't, it's not even well, relevant. It's just the schooling, the philosophy at the core is just completely different. Like it's just, and it's backwards. It's like, that's how, you know, of course, in our opinion, everything, sh- you know, in healthcare should be, but traditional allopathic trained doctors are much more just like X, Y, Z symptom. Here's your diagnosis. Here's then, your you know medication. So a, a naturopath that I know, they described it to me that, because I didn't know this and maybe she was wrong, but probably not that, for example, a naturopath, she was like, no, I would go to, I went to medical school school. It's the same medical school. What different, the difference was in the treatments is I was learning different treatments as opposed to just prescribing whatever amlodipine for say blood pressure, I think. And then as opposed to here's Hawthorne extract, whatever the case is Mm -hmm. like, is sure. that pretty much what it like? You have a medical degree, right, Nicole? Yeah, I mean it's it's the same. We take all the same hours in terms of like anatomy and physiology and biochem and all of that stuff. And we do have to take pharmaceutical classes too, so we can learn, you know, common pharmaceuticals. But then we just take way more hours too on nutrition and herbs and homeopathy and. Right. The, a lot of the 
you know, things that we're going to use to try and solve a symptom picture instead of just like pharmaceuticals. So what you're saying is you have to learn way more. <laughs> I don't, Abby, do you, have you ever seen the hour breakdown before or naturopaths like, and chiropractors, it's significantly more hours than medical degrees. And then what about chiropractic? But you don't have what you don't have is like a residency, right? I mean, some okay. people do do that, but it's not like required. So at least with chiropractic, that's the difference. Like you, you know, it's a four-year post bachelor's medical degree. You're a doctor of chiropractic. You're a doctor of naturopathic medicine. And, you know, you can practice day one once your license comes in. Medical doctors then will like specialize after med school, right? So they'll go do a residency in like different fields. So being a chiropractor, you don't just study with a guy like a shaman in Topanga in a year. No. Like and some people think that or they think <laughs> it's like a like a one year certificate or something. Right. You're a doctor. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, in Illinois, we're considered primary care physicians like. If well, you want to practice that way, you could like do physicals and. Wow. Know, okay. Describe. I didn't like, I mean, I know some insurance will pay for it. So I have a friend who wanted to, he, he was a chiropractor. He also has a huge trust fund. So he sort of flaked out on it all, but he still retains a lot <laughs> of his knowledge. One of which was muscle testing. Um, yeah. And he was just telling I mean, it's, I mean, I'm spoofing around, but I think a lot of people don't realize like the level of what a chiropractor is. Yeah, it's true. For sure. Probably think you just like literally were in a a yurt somewhere. Yeah. In a yurt, you know, a weekend. Um, I'm I'm like all the talking to you. I'm like getting self-conscious and I'm like, Oh man, my back! Like I'm totally like misaligned, <laughs> um, and I need uh, Gina was doing um, uh, pregnancy, like a whole chiropractic program for her pregnancy. Yeah, which amazing. I feel like I mean we can't say for sure. It definitely helped her out, and then of course yep. when we moved, like LA just does have a lot of resources like that. Um, we didn't we didn't really have that here yet, or didn't find it, and mm-hmm. she was almost due anyway. But I think that really. She'll say it really helped. There's studies on that, that statistically moms that receive chiropractic care throughout their pregnancies have shorter labors. Um, It's really effective at helping breech babies turn right side down. Okay. Well, Uh yeah. It's all about just like opening up the pelvis. So there's more space and things are in alignment. So if you're all tight and restricted, obviously that can affect the baby's position. Shit. So maybe it was the chiropractor and not the astrology of the Mars, all Jupiter. Of all of it. But that would be a holistic pr- approach. I, and mm-hmm. I'm not kidding. I actually know one doctor in LA who quit their practice of medicine because they were making so much money doing tarot readings. Wow, that's like Incredible. I think that's that very kidding. unique to Los Angeles. So <laughs> you guys could, you should. I mean, you should, should have thought about tarot. Um, yeah, should have. What are we doing? That's what am I doing? That's, Let's change our podcast, Abby. Um, well, Coffee I should, with the tarot card readers. Well, I'll break down tarot. That's the thing, though. I would never. I've had clients too. They want like to know about health stuff, and I'm like. I know some of the key markers, but I'm not going to, it would just be dumb. 
But I could see some liability. Like, oh, I went to, um, you know, I saw my astrologer and now I have to do this particular cleanse or now that I know vitamin D is safe. I guess my only other concern (laughs) with vitamin D, though, is if I take it, I won't become like a vitamin D zealot where I have to like convert everybody to vitamin D and like call my whole uh-huh. family There's and tell no them I'm super concerned and that they, if they don't get vitamin D, I don't even know if I want to hang out. So I probably might be become a, a member right. of the cult of vitamin D. Oh, it's a cult. Yeah. I yeah. Yeah. It. I mean, I'm sure it is. Um, yeah, absolutely. All right. I'll just be mindful, but I think I'm going to take it. Right. Yeah. Just be careful. And I'm taking 10,000 international units, but I get lazy. So sometimes it's I not approved by the FDA. So there's no guarantees. Oh, okay. Um, I have heard of vitamin clinics, like injection, like IV drugs yeah. and stuff being rated by the FDA. Really? Yeah. Rated? Like I, there's so much shit. Like oh. you're just like, what the actual F? And then you're, you could research it. Uh, like on yeah. duck duck go I mean, people are always money. fighting like they're always trying to take stuff off the shelves and homeopathy has been under attack for a long time a lot of people yeah don't this know. isn't new well, like ozone is something i learned like a super long time ago and for a while when i practiced in california we couldn't even have it on the website because there was like some crazy nd living in germany like t- like reporting on all the nds who were using what? ozone and then People really? in like black suits were coming and like taking ozone machines out of it. It was so ridiculous. Like this is not like a new thing. Right. I think it's just like becoming a little bit more open now that's yeah. you know, but you've always had to be careful, you know. Well, in 2019, I felt like, oh, natural health, meditation, all of this stuff is like wellness really growing. And then all of a sudden now it's like feels like it's all illegal and I got to be underground. I can't even just just shoot the shit and talk about things or make a YouTube video about like how Maka helped me or something like that. Right. And right. Um, I do have a good uh, I had a secret ozone source in L.A. That was pretty cool. good for you. Um, I'm not yeah. going to reveal anything. So, yeah, um, don't reveal it. I really do appreciate what you guys are doing though. And to, to sort of wrap up like this approach to health, to wellness, and you guys have me on your podcast and I'm talking astrology and things like that, but in a weird way, I mean, it all, I feel really ties in. And again, I'm not doing medical diagnosis, but so much, I can see so much through a reading and, and other like issues and concerns as well as things happening on the outside. Um, it It's always been an honor that you guys as doctors will have like a numerologist, astrologer, tarot guy like myself and are oh, very open and it. knowledgeable. Um, I mean, we love having you on. We'll have to have you on again. And we need to for sure. The spring for sure. Um, well, and I hear that Tara will soon possibly be FDA approved. So, <laughs> Thank God. We should probably be cool. I got to get my license. Ooh, I'm <laughs> so relieved. Uh, they're going to do a study. <laughs> can you can you create a deck that says like FDA approved on the that would front? Be that would be amazing. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. I should, uh, it's been an honor. I should try to wrap it up because Gina's going to edit this, but she's been taking a lot of time. Well, it's been a few weeks now, but we wanted to 
t- like I was trying to give her like at least a month. Like, well, of course. But she's like, I'll still edit the pod. So she'll just hang out. Aww. So the kid, this is the dawning of Age of Aquarius. Uh, Isaiah St. Rod Donovan will be uh, helping edit. He's learning Amazing. young. Oh, excellent. Um, but it well, was we're honor. honored that this is his first person, his first podcast to first edit. Gig. So happy to yeah. be a part of it. Um, and I do appreciate you guys. I know you're super busy and you're doctors and medical professionals. Uh, so I'm grateful to have you take the time. Um, and that we're on the same page about so much stuff. So, um, oh, where do we find you? Uh, we'll start. Uh, yeah, the... I'm on Instagram as Dr. Nicole NMD. And my website is Dr. Nicole Huffman. Abby and I have a podcast called Coffee with the Docs. And then, Abby, where can they find you? Um, yeah, I'm on Instagram. That's where most of my stuff is. Dr. Dr. Abby Kramer and website is drabbykramer.com and our podcast. We're on Apple. We're on Spotify. Uh, we have a podcast website too. We're on Instagram, coffee with the docs, everything. Uh, amazing. And I, is really fun and I really appreciate it. Thanks for having us. And yeah, thanks for having us. Thanks guys. Let thy soul be awakened.